Wow. I hope I stopped that. <laughs> Welcome, world. This is TJ Morris, CT Radio with American Communications Online. Hope you can hear me just fine. I was amazed at that music. I didn't even know I picked it out. I've got Dr. Richard Allen Miller here, but uh, Dr. Miller, stand by right now. I've got him on live, but I want to read a little something about him because I didn't get to last time. Uh, Jean, it was here last time, and she's not here right now, so I'm sure she'll be here in a minute. But uh, I want to talk about this guy because he's a super personality. He's uh, got such a following that I don't know why that music is going to act the way it is, but I guess it's my karma today with author and researcher Dr. Richard Allen Miller. He's going to review uh, with us or for us how to be better metaphysicians and how to be better at being human and consciousness. He's worked in a secret world, one that I was once in, the Navy, uh, Navy Intel Seal Corp through MRU in the late 60s. And he married a wonderful woman, uh, one or two, I understand, that uh, helped him uh, become even a better person. But he's formerly of Seattle, but I believe he lives up north now. And uh, in 1974, he founded Oak, but uh, we're going to let him tell us what that is an abbreviation for or an acronym for, because now he lives in Grand Pass, Oregon. And he lectures and he writes and he researches. He's got a lot of books I want to read, but we got to get him out there. So we're going to talk a little bit about how our consciousness helps the supernatural and the metaphysical with all of us. But he's also done a lot of writing workshops and diversified into national speaking on TV and radio. He's sort of a mentor for me because uh, I didn't even know about him. And in the last couple of years, he's helped me on some radio shows. Uh, not that many, but maybe four in the last two years, maybe five. But the, the trick, he has uh, some psychic abilities, but he's intelligent enough to have worked with people and been in the same room with Gene Dixon and Sybil Lake and James Hertak, her talk. But he did uh, some fantastic performances as a psychic and had skills. So he wound up writing about parapsychology, paraphysics, and metaphysics, but he has a very very uh, high mind, I guess one might say he is the actual Wizard of Oz, according to one of his, uh, I guess, uh, wives are of the past, one of his soulmates. But, you know, the fact is that he's been in business probably longer than most people are alive. And he was an entrepreneur and he did own his own business. And he has a lot to tell us about what curly and photography, bioplasma or Corona discharge once was. And most of us have been out in the new age since the eighties, me included went to some of these things that had those curly and photography, uh, the equipped there. He also worked with very, very famous people, including David Bohm and, uh, because I'm so many people now, my phone's going crazy for some reason. But uh, I, let me just—he's here. My phone is absolutely <clears throat> driving me crazy. I don't know, the doctor. I guess you, all these people are calling, wanting to talk to you. Y'all gonna have to just wait. Y'all just have to wait till last hour now. <laughs> all calling in. All right. So experiments conducted under the organization that he founded is the one we're going to talk about. And uh, he can go from 74 forward, but the thing is he's got so much that still needs to be written. I've asked if I can try to get a group together that we can come and have an annual meeting with our ACO Association and UFO Association, try to pull them all together. And I can't think of anybody better than uh, this gentleman that is so intelligent that he would – he. I would think that some of the things we use today are due to his 
papers from what I've read. And I spent a lot of time reading today because I've never really looked in depth at who he really was. So, Dr. Miller, I'm going to let you tell us in your own words more about yourself and the holographic paradigm and the series that you helped work for. So, without further ado, you can mention your name and your books, but <laughs> how do you want to start? The left. Jesus, I, how does one follow that crap? Uh, okay, <laughs> what would you like Good. to know? Uh, well, to be honest with you, this is I'm excited. You know, I read your ESP paper, and you know, I read the Wizard of Oz, and I really do love that show. That was the the one that I grew up with. So I believe in you. See, I think you're the man behind the curtain for real. You're the real deal. So, but, <laughs> no, you know, no, I uh, I'm, I'm the guy that uh, never. Well, let's start with this one. I've looked at what you want to do, and it has occurred to me that what is needed today is a uh, a verification of psychism, like a standardization like they did with hypnosis, um, where, you know, you go through various training. I, um, back in 1971, I was at Mission Control and did the, uh, for Edgar, Edgar Mitchell and the ESP experiments that we did with James Hurtak and others. And what I just got back then, both hypnosis and ESP were considered um, um, pseudoscience. Today, hypnosis is a valuable tool for pain and or uh, organizing and training the brain. We'll get there earlier, later, whatever, talking about that in terms of how important the depth of hypnosis is. Because when you go into altered states of consciousness, the rules of physics change. That's why paranormal phenomena exists and with that said ESP today is uh, thinking with the gut intuitive uh, intuition empath being able to read another person you have that information but you're not sure how you whether you smelled it or you felt it or you you know I feel that you know you always refer to something in the five senses and actually man has more senses than that and a lot more actually and they have not actually been measured or uh, dialogued you know like named uh, yet that's what the evolution of consciousness is about that's what the direction of physics is now about I remember when psychology was considered a soft science and today uh, there are aspects of psychology that are now considered solid, you know, sciences. And so with that said, this is where we are today. And I think your organization could be a certification where you take a psychic and you rate them by measuring their ability and then offering training to improve that. Now, that's standard, you know, right, right hand test. Um, I remember... My mother was a real famous psychic back in the 30s uh, in Seattle with my grandmother. They worked for the Seattle Police Department, and Dr. Rind came through and, and you know, studied both my mother and grandmother, and they were rated. And, and there was a TV show called One Step Beyond, which was basically about my mother and my grandmother. They did it on different people, but it was about my mom and, and, and grandma. And so I grew up as a physicist, wanting to understand how that might work. 
And now I have a mathematical expression for consciousness and believe that I can take and prove that I did that for Navy SEALs. I started with SEAL Team 1 and trained them. That's a, be intuitive because when you're intuitive, your chances of survival go up about 400 times, literally. How does that work? I don't know. We have a model on how we think it works, and we've tested the model. I got challenged back in the 80s at Lowen, uh, in Minneapolis, and Dr. Ryan came in, his laboratory. Well, he was, he was dead by then, but, but his uh, foundation for the study of man that moved across the street from Durham came in, and they brought in Sybil Leake and uh, uh, Jane Dixon and others, famous psychics, and I won it by three orders of magnitude, and I'm not a psychic. What I am is a physicist that has now got a model on how to train my mind's eye to be able to alternate, go into different universes, and change the movie. Whoa, that is awesome. I go into other universes. I don't know that I changed the movie, but can we get into some details like helping others understand yeah, well, it, it, well, let's let's start with let's start with uh, consciousness as we understand it. Uh, normal waking consciousness is actually considered by most advanced Aboriginal tribes as a uh, as a hallucination. There are dream states that hold more content to reality than consciousness did. And the way I would prove that by saying I wouldn't have seen it. If I hadn't have believed it, that's why the laws of physics change every 20 years. We change our way of looking at something, and in just doing that, it changes the universe. Imagination is reality. There are no theory of everything. There are so many multiverses, and what I'm trying to do today is map where one uh, universe starts and another one ends. We've done that with hypnosis, where we have an ontology of mystical states. And in this level of depth of hypnosis, your nose goes numb. In this depth, you can walk like a duck. And in this one, you have no awareness at all. Blah, blah, blah. You can do the same thing in mapping with drugs. Drugs, in the, um, in the sense of it, is a form of magic. Whenever you change your state of consciousness... You are performing an act of magic. That's why I told you I was in an altered state. And when you learn how to navigate that, it's a whole new set of rules. It's very are you channeling? Exciting. Are you channeling well, right now? Well, that's very low. That's, that's where, concerning with demons, which way? You know, are you inside or outside of a circle? When you allow possession, yes and no. They, you have to understand uh, there are definitions now that we're going to have to be a little more articulate like we do in physics. Okay. And in okay. physics, you start with assumed truths and then definitions, and then you lead to testing and reproducibility and repeatability. To be able to consistently do that, guess, you know, what's behind that card? How do you do that? Well, in Hypnosis, there's an altered state of consciousness right there, not over here, not over there, right there that will 
allow you to improve your ability in guessing 400 times just by going there, literally. Okay, that's trainable. So you're a psychic. Let's measure you, get a baseline, and then show you the protocols and have you test again. That's what a workshop does. What I do is I measure everybody when they come in. I show everybody how it works. And at the end of the day, I measure you again. And you tell me what happened. And how long does that take so we can figure well, it out? Well, I, I used to do that in eight hours. Eight-hour workshop. Eight hours. Okay. An eight-hour day. Well, that's it. That's where you start. And then, of course, okay. the training reminds using hypnosis where you're fine-tuning because now you're only – you know, 20% into that state, you're not going to do as well as Chevy Chase and shooting that kilo. Are we going to be training them now? Are, are you in a line with uh, Beta, Alpha, Theta, Delta, Sigma, and Delta? That's correct. Yes, you start with brain states in the occipital region of the cerebral cortex. That is correct. That is okay. where it all starts, your mind's eye. Once you have mind's eye, now you start to train it. That's why all saints in history have stressed the importance of training the mind, because you're wandering all over the place. I have watched a woman rip a car door off to save her daughter in a flaming automobile. Now, everybody would tell, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's adrenaline. Yeah, well, how did the adrenaline make the bone in her body stronger than steel? Huh. And so there's I'm I got I you can't get by this one. I'm going to be a physicist and measure it from that state and then go to the other side. That's why you have two brains. Think of it like an hourglass with the middle, the noodle that is Malcolm in the middle. That's the moment. And you've got religion and science. And you balance between the two, and something happens miraculously. My daughter has. I'm going to leave you with speeches. Don't drop your mouth like that. It scares me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Well, uh, my daughter had a uh, bleed out on the left side of her brain that the doctor showed me because she had passed out at home and her eyes rolled back. And, uh, of course, the ER oh. came to get her, the emergency you know, people. Janet was on one phone and then Tommy was on the other. They're both listening now. And uh, I'm sure Janet will definitely want to uh, be a part of this and I just can't hear her so apparently she came in after we got started but I'm sure she'll I'm still come very on sorry by the way. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah it's important to me to learn that she was there and she came around and we got pictures up with her eyes back open and she cried and she was in the ER and then uh, we had to make a decision it was very hard because half of her was still there her right side was available to us but she couldn't open her eyes much and she couldn't talk and she could only squeeze our hand at the last but she knew we had to make the decision for her there and I'm are sure she heard protocols us. now in medicine to allow remapping of the brain functions the brain has redundancy and well you know like cancer I watched my little girl die of leukemia and uh, it, which was worse radiation she died of leukemia my daughter died of leukemia. That's what yeah, my daughter mine, had. Mine, uh, mine had leukemia also, 
And I remember watching her when she was scared right at the last moment because she knew she was going to die. And I just That's told I her, you know, what I, you know what I said to my daughter? What? I said, you know, you're going to be really pissed when you realize that you woke up before I did. Okay. She, she laughed and passed on. And I, she told her, death and life are like a membrane of a drop of water hitting a pool of water. It is the hourglass or cavitation process between life and death, which is real. They're both the same. And in the Buddhist text, if you go into the Bordeaux at all, yes, I am extremely well schooled. When I came out of graduate school, I got assaulted. By, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gifted, and I have an eidetic memory. And the military, oh, God, they were all over me like sink on jet. I old man to pont. Well, I mean, really. I mean, I, I, he was at my high school graduation, and then later in Washington State University where I graduated in physics. And he, uh, he was there to take me back to DuPont, Wellington, and uh, that's where I all started. And I, the rest is history. I started at Delaware, then he put me through MIT, and then Princeton, and then I started working in the military. And after that, I taught at Evergreen. I was first faculty at Evergreen, teaching witchcraft, if you can imagine, in Olympia. And witchcraft. I got assaulted. I got assaulted Oops, by Lonnie. Janet and Tommy are live on the air, so I gotta let them say hi since she's tingling. Janet, you wanna say hi? Hi, I'm getting another call. Can you hear I me? Yeah, I say hi because I really want to get this yeah. down. But go ahead and introduce hi, yourself, um, and I'll let Tommy say hi after you. Dr. Richard yeah, Miller, this calling you from please. Valley, Hawaii. Can you? Yeah, we can hear you, Janet. Well, Dr. Miller, I apologize, but I'm trying to get uh, my two guys. Yeah, don't worry about it. I was going to ask her how she spelled I. Hi or I? Well, yeah, yes or yes. Because when you go into these altered states, you will mess phones up. You will uh, create your own problems because you're not dialoguing with yourself on what you should be doing. And so uh, you shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> wow. So you can help us learn to focus. That's what I need. Us. Well, that's, that's a simple process. And you start by keeping a diary and start meditation. I don't care which kind, anything. Okay. You start with a program. I have to then go you back modify to it for your own needs. God, my ego's taking a big hit. <laughs> Well, I'm supposed to keep you on the telephone, preoccupied until the medic one unit gets to you. Just be careful. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, so Janet, I'm going to put Janet here on mute because you're just too busy right now. Tommy, you want to say hi to Dr. Richard Elemental or just so you can be here for a moment? Tommy? Yeah. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Uh, Yes. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm going bald. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now, uh, unnatural causes. Is, <laughs> uh-huh. Well, so am I. But uh, what I was going to say is, someday we could talk because I was involved with psychic testing in New York City Psychic Center, which was the first center to open up in, in the East Coast. Uh, uh-huh. I worked. My best friend 
My best friend was the top psychic rated as number one in the United States. Uh, I don't know if you remember a name, Don Lepore. He was the first person going public in the United States. Dr. Stanley Kuttner was my mentor. He's the one that introduced me to those people. Ah. Okay. Dr. Stanley Kuttner. Like Don Lepore, he was the one going around the United States trying to channel Jesus through people that he worked with. Uh, And I had a seance in our house with him directly. Uh, Many things happened. It was an incredible time in my life. I actually became, I got into witchcraft. I was a high priest. I had 13 people, and I learned about all the psychic abilities. And, I mean, I spent many years doing that. Uh, then I started going into ghost busting. I, it was just, everything just kept going. <laughs> Were you going to call? <laughs> yeah. That's what I did for the military. I did all their paranormal studies. We knew about aliens back then, but we were more concerned with what Russia was doing. And actually, yeah. it wasn't Russia. It, you know, Kalugan and all our psyche thing. That was a Czechoslovakia. And that's where I got to meet Dr. Milan Riesel and debriefed him when he defected over to the U.S. That's Janet talking. And I know that I don't know. What I do know is how I can move from here to there psychically. And I can demonstrate it at, on call at any time, and I'm not a psychic. Everybody can do it. What they, it's, I'm focused more on channeling or whatever. I studied uh-huh. Keith Milton Reinhardt of the Aquarian Foundation, Manager Foundation, and I brought in a Jack Schwartz, of some others that were very famous people. I'm the one that busted Yuri Geller. Caught him at SI, wow. and that's where I did all of that. And I got to a place where I needed to find a way to reference what was going on and how to measure it so that we could change ourselves and do it at will. So measuring is the key word here, isn't it, Doctor? Measuring, because doing it's one thing, but being able to teach it or measure it to teach others, that's the science of it, is it not? That's correct. Okay. That's correct. That was the first protocol that SEAL Team 1 used to choose who was going to be on the team. SEAL teams today are different. It started out as SEAL Corporation out of Amherst. They hired me out of anesthesiology. That's where I was working as a physicist. And then the rest is history. I worked under Dr. Carl Schleicher, a smoking man. I wrote the first episodes of X-Files because I did it. I wouldn't move to Hollywood. I, I didn't want to move to Hollywood. So they brought Carter in, and I acted as a consultant. Well, you're blowing well, you me know, away. You talked, about hip- you talked about hypnosis. I learned hypnosis when I was 12 years old from Kreskin. I Chris, went to a amazing Chris, yeah. The amazing Chris. I, went to, I don't know much about him other I than went, he was on TV, right? And Janet's here typing. I went I to an army. <laughs> I went to an Go army ahead, hypnotist Tommy. when I was fourteen. I went to an army hypnotist when I was fourteen, who was working in the army, proving you can hypnotize people to do anything you want them to do. And I mean, they say you can't. But it's well, really easy you to do don't it. make them. But you're a god. You need consent because even under hypnosis, if you don't want to do something, you won't. They can't make you do something. Well, they can trick you, I've, I've proved, but they can't, I've, you know, trick I've you. Point of hands. I've, I've proved that wrong when I was 14 years old. 
I had everybody in my neighborhood hypnotized. I could make them do anything I told them to do. I'm talking about walking out in the street. Well, they were cooperating. Yeah, they decided to go. But but, but you have to do a contract with them to do that. And it's a very important thing to realize that most all hypnosis, it's not, it's a tool to allow you to do something. And you can use a hypnotist as a guide. But the bottom line is, if you don't want to do something, he can't make you do that. And that's that. And uh, yeah. I, he can trick you, you know, like sleight of hand, like, oh, we're just going to have some fun up here on the stage and we're going to play together, right? Okay, I'm going to make you act like a duck. You want to act like a duck? Okay, and you, that's a contract. And you make a contract, and if you're great, then you go. But you have freedom of choice, even in altered states of consciousness. That's the way I believe because I've seen them on these TED talks recently. I'm a, I like to watch these 50 minute TED talks, you know, and they make some yeah. of them do that, act like a duck or do ninja or things like that. But you're right; they have to at some level. Now, some of them show the eyes fluttering. Can you explain yeah. that? What's the difference? Eyes fluttering is like a REM sleep. It is a certain okay. level of alpha, which is distinguished from theta. Uh, where your eyes don't flicker, but something else does, you know, your heart, whatever. Uh, That's mapping physical responses to the depth of hypnosis. And I, in my one book, have 102 different stages of measuring the body's response to the depth of hypnosis. That's called the ontology. Now, with that as a tool, so you know where you are, like in Cincinnati or wherever, how, how down are you? I, you know, when you're listening to my voice, you're in a light state of hypnosis by definition. You're d- distinguishing my voice over the noises that are external. And the depth of it is how closely you're listening to my voice. Sleep now. <laughs> just kidding. Do- Doctor, uh, can I just call you Dr. Rick? Do you mind? No, just call you- me Rick. I like Dr. Rick. I love Bob Dylan, man. <laughs> I know Everybody's you're got to serve somebody. That's the way Drummer. I do it. Well, Dr. Okay, Rick, let me ask you yeah. this. Could you please go over your in a lot of us like Tommy and Janet and me, we don't have credentials, okay? It we isn't have about credentials. You know, it isn't who, who you are, but what you do. It defines who you are. That's Batman. And that's the truth of it. Most people that have PhDs don't have a clue. Well, that's what Elon Musk said. He says, I don't care about your your degree. And I like that he said that, but he's in the news lately saying he's an alien. But, you know, on behalf of <laughs> Janet, Janet and Tommy. And he's like David you know, Boy where he takes out one of the contacts at the end of the movie that Shari fell to Earth. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, so he doesn't care if you have a degree or not, but you know, Jane, you apparently don't care that Jane, you know, Janet has lots of computers and she's done years as a therapist, 25 or 30 years with her husband. Tommy did all this study and you know all of that and's done mu- music musician type work and magician type work and you know, been on stage and he's helped me and Janet's helped me with, you know, trying to get for 7 years now something going, but we've all had our lives. Why don't you start? I think that there is a need. When you remember when in the nineties when the psychic hotline came on, 
uh-huh. were advertising all the radio stations, Psychic Hotline, calling you know, questions, you know, and they had Psychic Hotline. Well, uh-huh. when you called in, you don't know who you got. What I did was I set up a rating system for quality read. And once you have a rating, it has four star, three star, one. Now you can train them to go further. You get a baseline. And everybody's different because everybody does their altered states differently. There are as many different religions as there are human beings. And you go to church, I'm using it as a metaphor, and you go to church for fellowship to find people with common values and common uh, moral codes of ethics, rules of conduct, to help reinforce their own goal. But the bottom line is, at the end of the day, you talk to God your own way. How's that one? That's good, statement. Dr. Miller. Now, well, uh, <laughs> I don't, yes, man, I'm not insecure about my credentials. What I am is uh, I, I get it. I, I understand yeah. how the process works, and that's where I come from. Now, that is who I am. Janet, do you have a question for Dr. Miller? Uh-oh, she thinks she's on mute. Don't you, Janet? Well, she's in Hawaii in Hawaiian time. You know how that goes. Yeah, Tommy oh. is too. Well, okay. All right. Well, at this point, uh, you know, we're one of foster relationships with all the people that I've known before, you know, to all the people that are her colleagues, including her husband, Dr. Uh, I'll just put put this in here. His name is Dr. Alexander Philip, like Caesar, I guess. I don't know. Alexander Philip Lesson. He has a PhD in anthropology. Now, uh, he's I like him, by the way. I, when I met him nice. last week, I think, and he was on, he, we did a roundtable with radio, and I found him uh, intelligent. He's very intelligent, highly intelligent. Yeah, I like him, yes. And, uh, trying to get people to talk to you and then I, I hope I don't bother you being that I have my southern accent. I, I spent no, 20 I years it. in Kentucky. <laughs> I used to not have one at all when I traveled. It bothered me that people said I wasn't from here or there. Sometimes I had a Russian accent, which I didn't get because I was not Russian or German. And I had a light uh, understanding of how to speak Spanish and, you know, a little French from when I was on the slopes and Italian. But can you help us with our culture and, and this communication of why now do consciousness uh, – let me go to – like I love Tommy and Janet. I don't know why they're in my life, but I'm going to put them both on here and try one more time. Tommy, you've been a big help to me through seven years coming on June. Do you have any idea why you're in my life? Because I want to ask Dr. Richard Allen Miller to give me his professional bona fide opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy, would you say why you're in my life? Do you know why I'm in your life? (laughs) I can't get him to play with me. Tommy, you're still on mute. Okay. Uh, Meeting at a particular time frame? when things were all in balance and then it got haywire. But basically, uh-huh. you know, what you feel, what you experience, what you're aware of, pulled it into your reality. What we, and I was told in my lifetime, I'll meet every soul that I met in all my lifetimes in this lifetime that are here. So, uh, and you're, you're aware of being with me in another lifetime. 
You so say part of the yeah, reason. yeah. I've got a comment on that. If time is not real, it is according to Dana Gustin. Either is a duration of consciousness. It's the way you map uh, information in your brain, and <laughs> time is an, is a construct of man like space is. We used to say in, in physics that the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. And then we discovered tunneling in solid-state physics where event horizons, precursor waves, and all of a sudden space is curved, and we have wormholes and tunneling where, um, you know, the shortest distance between here and there is not uh, a straight line. Now, with that said... I can say if 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 if, if space, you know, the shortest distance is not a straight line; it's curved. I can prove that the Earth's flat using specific mathematics. Now, the correct answer is: is the Earth flat or round? And the correct answer is yes, because <laughs> it depends on how you choose to look at something as to what makes those laws of physics a reality. Perceptions. We talk a lot about our brain and our mind. That is mind. correct. Your, your eyes are not seeing something. They're filtering it. You don't see ultraviolet or infrared. You're seeing the visible bandwidth. And with that said, if you could see in the higher bandwidths, you would see something different. Well, you know, looking at things different is called the viewpoint. But here's one viewpoint that could change everything. If I say, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. If I say you're all in my dream or I'm in your dream, you can't prove it isn't or it is. Huh. That was Stanley Krippner at Maimonides Dream Labs when he did Dream Telepathy book. And I can tell you, we're in each other's dreams all the time. And sometimes a military tries to use that as a weapon. Good luck with that. That's the way physics is. No matter what technology we develop, there's always two sides of it. Like the good Reverend Jackson, he says, is that fence over there, is that a white fence or a black fence? And you say, well, it's white. But you're making an assumption. You can't see the other side of the fence. God can, but you can't. And who knows what it is? Very That's interesting. where our man is now with assumed truths. And once you have that, then you start with definitions, like time. And we're going to measure everything in time. But a child, are we there yet, experiences time quite differently than a senior citizen. And so what is time? Well, it is a duration of going from one set of information to the next. It is a duration of consciousness. And so it's not real. It's a construct. And I Janet? have Yeah, go ahead I was going to ask Janet if she I'm wanted here. to ask you Okay, we tried to get yeah. you on twice But we had to yeah, put you back I, off Because I you had, had people Phoning people Okay, well uh, yeah. Janet, I want to discuss XYZ and, and other dimensions With Dr. Miller And he's got a whole lot on things he can help us with But is there anything That you personally want to uh, Ask him that Will be part of this show that you feel we should address because I really want to get people to come to our annual event, and you're pretty much one of the main 
organizers. But I'm trying right. to get well, all the things that we can that, cover. Um, I wanted to address, you said, why are we in each other's lives, right? Yes. And yes. Well, first of all, here on the earth, we tend to travel in circles. So the New Age people, even though it's a big planet, we we have a greater tendency to find each other because we might go to the events that are in common. Uh, so there's that level. But the, on the soul level, we tend to uh, gather in um, – soul families and, and soul groups and there's an extended group if you if you look at the dr michael newton institute research on life between lives they, they have forty thousand cases where people talk about where they go when they die in life between lives so, <laughs> so we're obviously in some kind of soul group and um and i, I agree with the time is an illusion of this um this planet and this the uh, third dimension because i have an awareness now because i've done a lot of work myself and I'm opening to my higher self and higher realms of my uh, multidimensional self that simultaneously exists on many levels, dimensions, vibratory frequencies, you know, however you symbol it. And it's true for all of us. We all have this multidimensional aspect of ourselves, and we can be in many places, many, uh, even many bodies, even many, we can be in shared lifetimes in this life, you know, at the same time, right? So you might have your... Uh, a, another aspect of yourself incarnated in China right now. And that was one of the things they found in the Michael Newton Institute research, uh, that people can find them, their other selves and actually interact with them. So we have some cases where people did, in fact, do that. So so why are we on e- in each other's lives? And CJ, obviously, we have a mission together, and that's why we you know chose to incarnate and come down here, and that's why we're doing seven years of radio shows and talking to, you know, Tommy and... Look at her smile. I can hear it in your voice, by the way. No, when yes. you talk, Janet, you have a smile like that Hawaiian look. That I, I, I know. I can say it. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Hawaiian yeah. Holly, yes. Yes, yeah, she's a Holly. Anyway, so uh, what do we want to accomplish on this thing? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm tuning in. I, I have wanna... to deal with an emergency. Yeah, I know that me and you and Tommy are coming up on seven years working together, but we've all separated to do our own radio shows in our own areas, but we're still working with the larger consciousness system, and I've asked both of y'all to look at Tom Campbell. I didn't, I don't know if Richard, uh, Dr. Richard Ellen Miller has had a chance. Have you Have you heard about the theory of everything, and I'll let Janet. Yes, and, I have. Uh, yeah, tell right. it's called the big toe. The problem is, the problem with toe is that that makes a presumption that there are laws. And I can candidly say that since the beginning of physics and Isaac Newton, there has been no known law that's lasted longer than 20 years. There you it's go. Finally. From we went, we've right. gone from a quantum universe now, we have a holographic universe. How about yeah. the gravity? There's no such thing as gravity. The Earth sucks. How's that one? I like that graffiti. It's a matter of way of looking at something. And the way man looks at it differently than like a dolphin is with memes. We have the way we group information. That's John Bohm. Different similarities and similar differences in the way we categorize something. But they're broken down into constructs. And those constructs are what open doors and close others. A Christian sitting there as a solid Christian, would it be able to see two aliens walk in the door? Probably that not. was in what the bleep 
when the <laughs> Indians could not say the ship out in the ocean because they had no concept of a ship. It was the shaman, the outside-the-box guy that was able, hey, there's something out there. That's how it works. And basically, it, we, our construct says, I wouldn't have seen it if I hadn't believed it. Now, once you do that, you realize that belief systems are tools, and you change them like you would a pair of clothing. And that was That's another right, protocol. Dude. Yeah, can I can I interject something in there? So it's like when the they were starting to do heart surgery, they didn't work until somebody believed that they worked, and then they started to work, right? The there it is. Right? It's a placebo. So now let's look at that because that's what I've been saying. Um, and Facebook brought it to a new light, and I said my life is a result of my likes. Like it's like uh, there was an episode of Orville where they had a like button on everybody's um, lapel, you know, so to speak, on your chest. And and when uh, somebody said something you liked, you liked it in person, right? So if you met somebody in person and and if you got too many dislikes, then you got got called in and you were on trial. And they could, you know, put you to death if you you were such a dislikable person. It was a very interesting episode. I highly recommend it. But – I think that our lives are a series of likes. We are in a certain place because we like things. And that's why we have to be careful what we like and dislike and what we put our energy to because we're actually co-creating it. Like you said, you set the meme, and the meme establishes a new protocol, and it seems like it does go in cycles. Uh, TJ and I it goes downhill from there. Um, that's correct, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is now, today, we're just discovering that psychedelics, like mushrooms and other things like that, are heal depression. How's that work? Well, the argument is it heals you on a spiritual level, and it proliferates down into the physical. That puts placebo at 60% rather than allotropic medicines at 10 Now, I, I wait, can tell you. Wait, you're going to say that again. Wait, I, I kind of didn't quite. I didn't quite get that. You're saying that I know that's why you play this tape over and over again because most people do not get what I have to say the first time around. What would you just say? I said, Let's break that down. Today said, we're using psychedelic mushrooms to heal mm-hmm. you on a spiritual level, and that proliferates right. down into the physical level, and that's the distinction of where psychic or, or um, levels of consciousness take over from allotropic medicine, and now placebo is up to 60% because of your belief system. And that's why I believe it's a tool. And when the belief isn't working, I take the sweater off. It's too hot to wear right now. You don't have to throw that sweater away in Christianity, whatever your, your belief system is. You put it away nicely and bring it out when it's necessary for use. It's cold. It's a right. metaphor. Everything See, is in metaphor. Not that's Bateson. So when we find ourselves playing victims in our reality, we really are empowered, and we can change the channel. Absolutely. That is what I have discovered. Different. And by the way, I am the physicist that did not blow himself up. Jack Parsons started JPL and was part of OTO. I am also part of OTO. I Right out of the gate, I was going to say, when I came out of grad school, I got assaulted by Bohemian Grove. And when I was at Harvard, Jesus, skull and bones was over me like snake on. Uh, it was terrible. And do I want to join these lodges? Why would I want to join a lodge that doesn't know goat toads from pork and beans? 
Most well, things like the Republican Party that has that creepy camp in, in, in Texas has no clue. I'm a legacy. I came, my great-grandfather was Rudolf Steiner's lodge master. I'm a Swiss Mason. And I can tell you that uh, I had to armor up to protect myself. I studied with Gershom Scholem. I did six years of hermetic philosophy, and I'm a hermetic Kabbalist. I speak old Hebrew and Greek. I do my own translations of the Bible. And that's that. Uh, you know, lodges are like religions. They're there. Uh, the American lodges are mostly philanthropy. And then they have their inner lodge that are doing creepy. You know, and I have no idea, and I don't care about that. You know, you start talking about these older systems using adrenocortisone and other kind of drinking blood like Dracula to make yourself young. That's crazy. Yeah. Make yourself young by fixing your telomerase. And Gene, Dean Ward, he's Surgeon General for the Marine Corps, has a book out called Biological Aging Mechanisms, Clinical Approach, and his conclusions at the end of that book is that every single process in aging that we understand is reversible. Everyone. We're talking about C60 with exclusion zone water in it, that kind of thing. Now, we're just discovering that how to do it. You know, I remember when Pearson and Shaw started their life extension. Good luck with that. You know how to make yourself young. <laughs> Laugh more. There it is. Just look at that. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, Dr. Good Miller. Thing or a bad thing. It's both things, actually. That's like that fence. Is it white or black? You don't know. The correct answer is yes. What color do you want it to be? Well, you can help us with our own consciousness if people choose to well, play the game. Well, I can give a guide on how I did it. I'll show you how yeah. I did it. You'll eventually develop your own system. That's the way it usually always works. Everybody has an inner dialogue. The way they do their mind's eye, it's unique. And we all start off in the same rules. I got a reading, writing, arithmetic, the four R's. <laughs> They're not even R's, and then we say it that way. Uh, you know, education is for learning. Study is when you integrate it and make it yours. There's a That's difference. One is a process. Yes. Simon says you can go only halfway to the door. When you focus on the door, by that protocol, you're never going to make it, and you miss the purpose of the journey. Well, with spiritual and metaphysical topics, which call me in. To I, I, something... You're breaking up on your phone. I don't know what happened there, but I didn't catch what you said. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'll have to call in on my other phone then. I'm sorry. I hate that. I was using something that oh, made it easier. Get even. <laughs> okay, what I will do is call in because I'm breaking up. That's so sad. All right, let me go. But what I wanted to know, if you can hear me, is I would like to know how we can incorporate teaching people something that's not already out there on the Internet from every Tom, Dick, or Harry <laughs> open source information and uh, share it. Darshan, eyeball eyeball. When you're in the physical presence of somebody, Something different happens than the virtual, uh, uh, what is that, texting and zombie land. When you're in presence of somebody, eyeball to eyeball, something more happens. That's where you start. The Internet is really good for having a big dictionary and other people's ideas. 
you still have to go internal to determine what's really true and what's not. It's not out there, it's inside. I guess she went on a different phone. <laughs> That's the problem with 5G, man. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, you 5G is, you know, my telephone is is, is a landline, and that technology is less than 2G. And why it's mostly base, base and high-end uh, bandwidths are clipped. And, I, you know, that's where I get my clarity is in the higher. Something's up in here somewhere. You know, you can understand it. We're going down here in the lower frequency band. Can you hear me? And that's the problem with 5G is that all the technology now. I can hear higher you. Bandwidth, can you hear higher bandwidth. Yes, we can. We're there okay, yet. Okay, okay. Okay, because well, we're back on. So, TJ, you're back. Okay, thank you. She's back. She's back. <laughs> I forgot I what I was going to ask muted. you. Live from New York. Oh. <laughs> so can you hear me? It's Friday night. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've yeah, well, you can have to you go out and show you. That's all there is to it, man. That's crazy. You only hear <laughs> one of me? Can, well, I can hear you, TJ. Can you hear me? I only hear yeah, one yes. of you. Oh, okay. okay. Go ahead and Rosanna Dana put it. Never mind. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I'm living, I'm living right gonna... along. I'm uh, <laughs> not technically inclined. Tommy's on. Janet's on. I'm on. And my phone's blinking. Great. All right. So, consciousness. consciousness. Let's talk about how we can be cooperative and not in conflict. Conflict, I find easy. Uh, cooperating is the hardest thing I've ever done with other people. Do you have a clue, Dr. Miller, how to get people to work together? You did. Okay, I'm going to quote Aleister Crowley. How's this one? Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Love is the law. Love under will. Now, the Greek had three words for love, eros, philo, and agape. There are different levels of love, you know, brotherly love, you know, carnal love, blah, 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 sex, you know, that kind of thing. Now, with that said, Crowley said, the love of will, your purpose here, which is thelema or telema, is the highest form of love there is. And that's why it's love is the law, love under will. If you are open to help anyone you can, like you asked me to do your book, but my purpose is to finish my books and so that's what i'm going to do first and so love is the law love under will my purpose now that's the problem is that most people don't know why they're here and that's the distinction between intent which actually happens at the end of the day and purpose why you're really here and the bottom line is third generation d-wave technology can predict accurately what you're going to do 28 minutes before you do because it comes from algorithms based on wounding. And most of us come from a place of wounding. And what you're trying to do is turn a wound into an asset or a unique blessing. And the way you do that is you containerize it like anger. When I'm angry, that is a perfect time to wash my floor. 
I get a clear more than anybody in the near. <laughs> and use your wounds as assets because that is what makes you uniquely different than me. Dr. Miller, I have a question about the algorithms that you just mentioned, that they can predict what we're going to do because of algorithms. I think my theory is that people that are very psychic are actually picking up a lot of the subtle clues. They may not be reading minds per se, although we do have people that can read minds, but they're on a subconscious level picking up the subtle clues, like your, this algorithm. Yeah, they probably smelled it. They smelled it. They pheromone, body language. We call it NLP. There's all kinds of different inputs that we're not conscious of. Right. That's and where they're able to predict things from that. So a lot of things I get that way. It's like, it's like you can extrapolate and take it you know, 10 steps down the line and you're going to know where this is going because it's, maybe it's like absolute logic or something. What it's, and then I get, well, that's psychic, but is that psychic or, or, or have I just accessed my own supercomputer that's, you know, we have our little human computer or, uh, that's in our avatar, but I think we're continually um, connected to the, the supercomputer of, of consciousness of the uh, all of existence and eternity, right? You mean so the other nine-tenths of your cerebral cortex? <laughs> did you know that or the dolphin... Yeah, did you know that the dolphin actually have a larger cerebral cortex than man and that that mammal is actually in fact firing 60% of it? You want to know who God is? Sorka. But... It's not our God. But that out, that mammal, that, that cetacean, is capable of going to universes men can't even fathom. Now, if you're doing your purpose, you're not in conflict with anything. That's when Crowley said, you know, when you're doing your true will, none shall say nay. Now, that means, basically, that a uh, supercomputer can't see you because you're in total harmony with what's going on. There's no karma being created, like crashing against one wall to the next as a train wreck. It's a metaphor. I have learned, and now I'm studying, and I'm, it's like Tai Chi. You know, you don't, you don't learn Tai Chi. You study it because it's a process. And it may not be, how did Steve Gaskins put it? In Monday night class, he drew the circle up on the blackboard, and he said, it may not be a perfect circle, but it's a perfect whatever it is. <laughs> Everything Can you tell is me? in its own place. Everything is I'm in sorry? its own place. I'm sorry? Can you right. tell us? Can you can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I just I didn't get what you said. That's all. Okay, I was going to ask you which book. Uh, in order to get on a, a learning curve with all my people, especially my neophytes. Start with my ESA, who forms the self-hypnosis. That's the first book. You want to start in the journey toward the study of consciousness. There's three books in that series. It? I'm sorry? Where do we get it? Because we were oh, going to yeah. talk do about the problem with Amazon. I'm in war with Amazon right now. Amazon is selling my book on Amazon Prime, and they didn't get it from me, and I'm not getting any royalties. Who's doing that? And but I you have your determine. bank account attached, right? Your bank oh, yeah. account. What you want to do is go to my account. website. Yeah, just go to my website, uh-huh. richardallenmiller.com. I have a sale on that book. So richardallenmiller.com, A-L-A-N, and my uh, ESP book, 
uh, starts a foundation with some assumed truths and definitions, and then I have some theorems and postulates. And I used those and got challenged in 1974 by Gene Dixon and others, and I won that thing by three orders of magnitude of the best psychics. And I'm not a psychic. I'm a physicist that wants to understand how that process might work from the physical plane point of view. It doesn't mean it's a physical plane thing, but once I have the construct of a protocol, now I can follow that and then find it. And that's what we do. And some psych- everybody's psychic. It's just some people hang out here more than there. And when you're here, you're going and guessing it's better than when you're there. And so you'd be able to navigate your mind, training it, and now you've got a tool toward using purpose. And that's what's about and discovery. Your books, uh, I'll just be honest with you. you. Your shows that you've been on in my seven-year period have blown everybody out of the water. I don't care who, Janet, or me, or anybody else's book. Well, I'm giving, you, your numbers, I'm giving you the and your, your numbers blow everybody you know, away. People listen. Yeah. People listen to you. They listen to your radio shows more than anybody else I've ever had. So why are you seeing your books on Amazon just blown away? You know? Because there are criminals in this world, and I'm going, I'm a starving artist. That's why. I don't know. Because they can, like a dog. Why is it like it's false? Well, because I can. I don't know. Um, what is happening is that when I try to call Amazon, I get routed into the Philippines. <laughs> and then again, you got a language thing. It's interesting because I also speak Tagalog, Palau, and Mandarin one. I, I'm for eidetic memory. I speak languages and do code. And so with that said, I've had enough of this nonsense. And I'm a David that couldn't pick up a big enough rock to drop that Amazon. Truthfully, it's, I'm with a name seal and I can't do it. How am I going to do that? I don't know yet. Stay tuned, Stone Little Eleven. When they do go, <laughs> it will be hell to pay because I grew up in Seattle, and how dare them? Well, if your routing number, and I, I have to admit, I get a lot more sales on my Lulu account than I do Amazon, so I'm sort of leery of that, too. I uh, used Janet to do four to one, my website, and Amazon. Amazon used to be four, it sell four times my books. I have pulled my books from Amazon. I won't have anything to do with them until I get this organized straight right with them. My guess it isn't Amazon itself, but probably some creepy little cell within Amazon, like the military, that's for hire. That's my guess. Oh, I see. Well, Janet's been getting her books, and Tommy's been getting his books, I assume, that what little books we sell that we're getting those. Well, this is something I want to do, Dr. Miller, is have the Authors Book Club organization where we choose to sell, you know, to those that are in our radio group or in our ACO club. I want to market these books, the ones that I prefer to sell because I like the people, the authors, you know, and like I said, you get more numbers. I get more listeners. I put your name first. I change the name of the show just because, and put your name, just put your name so I could get more hits, but not that I get any money for it. I don't. Well, your TJ name instead of Teresa made me think you were probably at one time a a truck driver. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, my you want to know my my nickname was uh, uh, Magic. Believe it or not, I got a sign. Was that with a T or a J? A J I C. Believe it or not. Yeah, see, Magic with a C is sleight of hand. Magic with a K is sleight of mind. Oh. Learn something new every day, don't well, we? Well, that's a metaphor. What I'm trying to do is give you an image in your mind's eye so that you can make it yours. Once you see it there, that's what makes it real, not my physics. M-A-J-I-C-K. Will that work? Or does it have to be M-A-J-I-C-K? K. Yeah. yeah. I watched, yeah. I was down in San Francisco, not San Francisco, I was in Hollywood, and I went, I, someone took me to the Magic Castle. And the owner came up, you know, before the show. And, uh, oh, I see you have a little magic pendulum on, on, on your lapel. Or, what, what is that? How does that relate to me? And I said, well, you're sleight of hand. I'm sleight of mind. His eyes glazed over. He slept now. And I made him walk like a duck. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would yet. believe you. It, I would totally believe you. Well, <laughs> it's, very, a, it's um, a philosophy. It is a path working is basically how to change the movie. My book on Tarot that I'm writing right now is titled The Magical and Ritual Use of Metaphor, Archetypal Gods in Daily Living. And there are 22 chapters. And I'm suggesting that there are, the Greek had in their pantheon 22 stories in the big city. And you're either possessed, one story, or you're complexed, more than one story. And if you're more than one story, each story has an ending. Is that how you want it to end? And if that's no, then you go in and change the movie. And that's called that. Wow. So you're making some new policy for us tarot readers. So does it twenty two well, only major I'm trying to advance the art. I'm trying okay. to advance the art. And the Greek, their technology was uh it was metaphor. Archetypal guides like psyche at the well of souls. That has a story where Persephone, for whatever, has to go down into Hades once a year. Say drugs, whatever. That metaphor. And once you know what storyboard is going on, each one has an ending. And now you have a reason to want to go in. And instead of using predicting the future, what you're doing is predicting the potential and changing it. Storyboard. And so that's why we use the uh, tarot, those of us that have carried the archetypes. Because well, I don't use tendencies. Them. You know, I do those use are, them. Yeah, those are your chariot, now, you know, your wheel, whatever. And well, most of your metaphysicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, most of your metaphysicians do follow the tarot, the 22 major. Now, the 56. Are you are you going to deal with the fifty six as well, or should I'm going to work with the major. I'm going to make. Book. I'm going to deal with Arcana. I'm going to deal with the storyboards, the paths that you're talking about here, seven of clubs, whatever. That is pathworking. That's how you Those go from paths. here to there. So yeah. you're going to say that the fifty six are strictly paths and the four suits. Well, I wonder how you get into that. I, I'm 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 changing. I, I, I speak old Hebrew, and I, I, I understand what the tree of life is. Did you know that the tree of life actually shows 
hierarchy of gods. You've got Kether, which is man's god, and then above that, it's the veils of Isis, Hain, Ensoth, and Ensoth Ur. And it means everybody's got to serve somebody. There are hierarchies of metaphor. So are so you going to go with the Jewish, the Jewish tree of life? Or the, you're going with the 22. Okay, so you I'm are using the a Jewish. Dottie is what I am. I'm not Hebrew. I'm a Zadi. And I, I, I understand pathworking. And to the level that I studied with Gershom Shalom for six years. I mean, I, I got in New York City College, and I, I have a sense now of how to use this. I'm 75 years old. I've been doing it since I came out of college. And well, I, let's talk about that because this will really help my metaphysicians knowing if you will make us, and I have not, I've made one of my originals, but I didn't like it. If you will really do that, I will help promote our pitch or sale or whatever because I know it'll be the updated real deal on the Arcana and on your path. I have your pitches. 12 volumes that I've written on pathworking called the Holistic Kabbalah, and I start with Malkuth, the birth. Now, we have several ways of looking at the universe. We started with a quantum universe where everything's broken down into individual particles. But the big problem in physics is, is it a wave or is it a particle? And the correct answer but again it's is both. Yes. Isn't it? it? It depends on the location exactly where you're looking. They figured that out oh, without you right that there was, where uh, they split. That was what your friend but said. That's a split that theory. The split theory. Yeah, you, want right? to, you want to change it. As appropriate, like a pair of, like a balloon system, it's only useful when it's cold. You don't want to wear a sweater in summer. It's a metaphor well, again. Let's look at that. Perception for the slit theory for our quantum mechanics. And most people will know what we're talking about because that's John Q. Public's average level of intelligence now. And everybody's talking are, about, you know, Yeah, but there are different levels of each one. Like Malkuth in terms of you start with physical, emotional, intellectual, archetypal plane, and then you have four more planes if you work with Timothy Leary's neurologic circuits. And basically what I've done is I've arbitrarily broken it into eight levels uh, in terms of information and resolution of information rather than space and time. For example, if you have a physical plane, that's IQ, EQ, emotional pain, is more information, how you feel about the physical pain. It's the way information folds down into or out of itself. And that's why we say EQ is better than IQ because it has more information. And basically, you know, now information yeah. isn't what you think it is either. There's a theorem. Okay. And, okay, that says if you have enough information to ask a coherent question, you have enough information to answer it. It is in the framing if you have the of question, the question where you the have information the lies. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? If so you, you already have the, have the question, answer, you have the if answer. you look at it from a holographic okay. system, which is more appropriate model for this kind of work at this moment. Later, I'm certain I'll come up with something even better, you know, because that's All right, how it well, works. since you're an anesthesiologist, because you're so brilliant as a physicist, this is good. So if you will use your anesthesiology knowledge for hypnotizing as well as using ah, it for the slit theory, I well, have let's look at quantum medical, mechanics. Yeah. 
I'm but sorry? you understand that you used you used hypnotic suggestion in anesthesiology, and you know some of our friends that do that. One of our sure. uh, Bob you can over also here, use a Fort right hammer. There's all different levels of anesthesia. You can get them with a big hammer. You know, there's different levels of consciousness. Yeah, well, Well, the whole thing is not to be so serious. You know, you you have to remember and have fun. You have to laugh. Actually, if you want to try it, we're going to talk the two paths, the primary paths from the male and female part of the tree going to God are the hermit and the lovers. You either do it androgynously or you have a reflected mate in the external world. And the quad, the thing, the path that crosses them forms that triangle through the dot and the sea of Karamsin, you know, uh, chaos is humor. And that's because dot, the missing Sephiroth, is knowledge through wisdom. It's a temporary place. It's not real. Knowledge is illusion, according to Costaneda, you know, and the Nagual, the unspeakable, that... Which well, is that you can only experience it. Well, that's like saying the Kundalini rises and you have a two-second orgasm with that, right? It's uh, oxymoron. What you want to have is louder an and longer ones. That's where tantra comes in. Okay. The residents. <laughs> well, that's where Janet and Sasha specialize in tantra temple in in Hawaii. Sex magic. But they don't do Mass tantra. of the Holy Ghost. There it is. Yeah, still the three X Y Z in in quality. Uh, oh, so well, I'm going to throw in and fourth one. We'll uh, have a film crew and then we'll call it. Beta Alpha Theta. X Y Z Beta Alpha Theta. I actually using biofeedback back in the seventies, which was developed at the University of Washington. So it all first started Bainbridge Island. It was called. Uh, 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 what was it? J J J J and J Electronics. He, what he did is made a first single gain amplifier. Now we had a low nose amplifier, so we could measure microvolts with precision. Once that happened, were you doing that before Delta, before MRIs? You had that down. Yes, ma'am. Is that what you're saying? Yes, ma'am. Holy I did manager foundation. I'm the man that set that up. I'm that Magnetic old. resonating <laughs> imaging. MRI. Magnetic uh, resonating what imaging. And what's your what's your like your gut? Okay. Your gut is a hierarchy. No, I'm of shocked. Reasons. But you were no, you were one of the big ones way back in the back. I know that. I know that. I mean, I do. But I'm just going. Oh my God! Because you were able to bring esoterics into medicine in your mind at what 16 or something. When did you get no. all this? You had to get off. You're going to do it for yourself. I'll just be the guide. It's over well, there. Well, that's what we're going to need. Cow pies. What Don't, is go there? There. Don't go over there. Don't go over there. The cow pies <laughs> over there. Mushrooms well, I want to do this. The... By the way, so. I don't, no, <laughs> I don't have to do mushroom. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. That, well, let's Shroom. let's cross over. Let's cross over yeah, to that other universe side. because of yeah, out of body, near death experiences. How we explain that in today's overall soul consciousness? That's the Elizabeth Kubler Ross. I have doctorate. In Jungian psychotherapy, I'm an imaginal psychologist under James Holman. I studied with him also. And now we're going to talk about the distinction of crossing over to the other side. At the moment of death, there was a five-gram weight loss in the body. And that is basically microtubules with structured water in it. And that computer 
goes back into the multiverse and is enough to account for maybe 600 million lives. Because the difference between structured water and exclusion zone to be distinguished from gallium and arsenic, gallium arsenide, and the forbidden zone, which is a checksum error, is six zeros more efficient. Water, memory and water. And so with that said, there's your incarnation part. You can pull that out with hypnosis. You can take someone to a past life. You can even take them to a future life, if you'd like. That's how I get my certification. So where do we I get the God theory? Speed when I became a certified hypnotherapist, and most people like that. You, when, what, in hypnosis, what you're doing is um, you're using a David Grove technology where you take someone back to when a terrible event occurred and you reframe it, and you know so that you have a different relationship to it now. And what? Most people in hypnosis do for their certification. I don't want to do that. Let's go back to a past life. My teacher decided, how about we go into a future life? The problem was when I did that with me, I have an eidetic memory. I didn't forget. So I know it's going to happen. Just like the Dalai Lama. (laughs) Kidding. I'm just kidding. I, so you did know, you do the part, future circle, the wheel of life? Did you go ahead and use the Buddhist circle of life or listen, God life or no okay, God? If you're going or, to the Buddhist language, the Tibetan Book okay. of the Dead, they talk okay. about the last choice man has at the moment of death. And you have a choice. You, and, and it's described in the Bordeaux Adal. You have the tunnel of light with all your friends waving at you. And they come on in, the water's fine. Or you have the blue light. And most people want to go see their old dog that they lost. That sounds like a birth canal to me. Tunnel of light metaphor. And so you have that choice. And I, I want to get off the wheel. I have been, I was raised Shaolin. I, my parents are Indochina theater during the war, and I grew up in the Philippines. I'm, uh, uh, that's where I learned how to box. And so this I, is your last life. This is your number oh, nine. Stay tuned on that. Uh, I'm already dead. I, I, actually nine. Nine. No, I haven't kidding. got my master level. <laughs> but you're a master, master shaman. Level. But You know, a master, a true living master, and if you want to go into the Torah, they will say there are 50 living Christs on earth at any given moment, but only two of them are for man. And to find the true master, like I did, Sharon Singh, I'm a satsangi. When he looked me in the eye and chose me for initiation into Satmat, he said at the moment of my death that he personally would be there to take me across the abyss. I'm done. I've already done. I've got these books I'm writing. I've done my path, and it will be footprints for the next person to pick up where I left off. And that's that. I've had enough. Would you leave a tarot every day? The babies. Could you please leave a tarot for the babies? We need a 2020. (laughs) In 2020, you hear what I'm saying? A metaphor. Oxymoron. A 2020 in 2020 by Dr. Richard Allen Miller. Your own tarot. And there's companies out there that make them for like next to nothing. They'll put them out there just like you sell them in the American Card whatever, right? You understand I what I'm saying? I'm going to have a very interesting uh, 
book on you know magical and ritual use of metaphor because uh, there's some artists in in San Antonio that each chose a card for their business card and designed their own card and isn't and each one of those will be a little covet in there and uh, <laughs> these artists in San Antonio and the boardwalk they're crazy <laughs> so I thought I'd do that well that's when we were doing our CIA agents that's some of my training you know that right down there yes. on the boardwalk in San Antonio okay so working with all the CIA and all this stuff this is everybody this is like <laughs> the CIA is agents. you know <laughs> we looked I was in the intelligence there's a difference because army intelligence staring at goats Ten years later than us, and the wrong goat died. <laughs> were they CID though? Were they CID or no, were they CIA or who did you work with? I was. Uh, explain that to everybody. What MRU? Well, but we're, now we're getting back down to earth, so people will get gravitate to the Capricorn in me. The, oh know, the yeah, yeah. Okay, well, see, Navy <laughs> has always ruled the waves. I'm Navy. I'm Navy. You know that. I'm Navy. I'm smiling. I'm U.S. Navy. Okay. And yeah, you well, I'm too, not right? Navy. I'm, I'm Navy intelligence. You I was talk. a hired gun because they didn't have anybody like me in the Navy. And that's what they do. Navy Intel. I'm a GS-18. 18. That's as high as you can go. Yes. I'm a two-star general equivalent. I run my bunker maritime law. I don't report to anybody about me now. OMG, folks, this is a major master of life in many realities and in many disciplines. And so it's so funny how you're so personable. You know, you're just like. (laughs) Funny, is that funny? (laughs) Funny, peculiar. No, you're reachable. Like David Wilcox got it where you can't even get to him in cyberspace anymore. You know, you used to could get to him through emails or Facebook and yeah. stuff, and now it's all one way. You know how they say push me? No, that's because me. Bigfoot's after him, man. You know, push me messages. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're digressing, folks. Yeah, yeah. But they may appreciate that because high-level, you know, intel and then magic and putting it all together. I am a human being. I'm nothing more and nothing less. I am you, You're nuts and, bolts. and you are me, nuts and, bolts. and I am the walrus. Yes. I love it that way, though. It's exciting. I get excited. Janet and Tommy, they love to do this, too, and the synchronism of having you with us in a certain place at a certain time. Janet's been trying to teach me this for seven years, that she needs me to show up and be in human form and let well, her that's drop 50%. That's, with that's others. That's the deal. You have to show up. All right. That's correct. Janet, you your turn. I evoked you. <laughs> you have to you, do the work. If you want to, you know, how did God put it? You've got to play if you want me to pay. Well, now, Tommy's Sorry. been, yeah, you been play. talking you about soul. <laughs> but, you know, we've got to get on the same page with all the languages, and all of us teach different languages. And Tommy was brought up in Ekankar. Are you familiar with Ek- his, a lot of his studies? Is, uh, that's Paul Twitchell. That is soul travel. That is. That was Paul Twitchell studied under Sawan thing. And uh, I'm, my, I'm the grandson. I studied under the grandson. Soul travel. That is what I do. I'm, oh, I my go gosh. To Sachsen, you even studied it? Yes, I study it. That's correct word. That is the correct word. Yes. You studied Ekankar through the grandson. No, I studied Satmai, which is where Paul Twitchell got it. I went to the best school in Virginia. 
That's I'm right. Sorry? I read that. I did read that. And yeah. Tommy probably I was that was. Yeah, and I was just I saying, I understand the new teacher is even more accessible. I remember when my teacher, Sharon Zing, was asked, are aliens real? And his response was, it doesn't matter. There's nothing you can do about that. What you can do is meditate. <laughs> Perfect answer. Well, what about some of us do see that we've seen the man's man's reverse uh, technology, and we have seen from the old before Christ existed technology. Oh yeah, well, the previous epochs. Okay, like okay, I've seen the Buddhists, the Tibetan Buddhists. They have these big long horns, and they blow these horns in a geometric alignment, and it so compresses the air. With 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 the with the sound setting up resonance that it will actually float large boulders that you can push with a finger. It compresses the air using sound, and sound is in the Bible was the Sefer Yetera, the Book of Formation, relating sound to words and how to say the name of God correctly. Now, that's now, they what carry I say. that from Sanmat to Hebrew, right? But Sanmat goes back Hebrew, with the yeah. Hindu caste and the Hindus and Muslims. But let's talk about how that in the vernacular of Hindi are the southern group with the archaic Marathi. How do you perceive that we should talk about the soul, the Atma, to the divine principle? Well, okay. Atma. So, so in my book, The Modern Alchemist on Personal Transformation, I studied a 14th century alchemist, a Christian mystic, uh, because okay. Christianity is what most of us communicate. And I then related that to the Jungian psychology in terms of, uh, I know, so, uh, you know, there, there are definitions. That's what the book, uh, The Modern Alchemist, is about. Basically, I, I'm interested in getting the concept of the mean or the father and the son meet with the angel on the mount. And well, let's nurse, talk about the 13th. Let's look at it on the timeline. The 13th century. Okay, Indian yes, subcontinent. Go back to Mu. If you go back to Mu. Within matter is where it starts in Christian mysticism, where you have, the, you have soul and spirit, it's the stag and the unicorn in the forest. And you have the stag and the unicorn. One is mortal, one is immortal, and then in the forest. And that's the Christian way of looking at it in terms of Jungian psychotherapy and the current directions of imaginal psychology. Was well, the unicorn the Atma? Is, is the soul the Atma? The, the Atma the soul, soul is that the unicorn okay. or the What that stag? soul part is, the physical soul is probably structured water in a microtubule known in Chinese mysticism as chi. I've watched. Well, how would you Cassius explain Clay. that to the? Uh, let's let's talk about the. All right, I'll let you finish it, Cassius Clay. But I've got this thing going in my head, this buzz, because this way we can bring in not only Union and uh, Santmont and the Thirteenth well, and the Christian all, and the Fourteenth. What you Christ. have to do is sift through, and then it speaks to you. And truth is different for each of us. 
It's not my truth. Well, it's because you go inward, right? See, theologically, right. you go inward. Is, yeah, unlike Boner, the truth is not out there. It's in here. Uh, that's inward. the truth of it. Yeah, you. And um, you so the loving devotion you, to your own God, whatever your God or your in Atmos, your well, soul your God, to divine your principle, Pamatma. Yeah, let me, let me tell you, your God is the other nine tenths of your cerebral cortex, and that's only halfway to God. And that's your God. And that's your higher self, your angel, whatever, knowledge and conversation, da-da-da. What you want to do is have dialogue with that and realize that's only halfway. And God is that which cannot be known. You can experience well, did that. Would Karma and Dharma come into Satmat in the uh, spiritual movement oh, yeah, back we, in the 13th century? I, I did. Uh, I taught at Cretona. I mean, I, I did handle that. I used to deal with uh, I have been everywhere, and I am a scientist that knows I don't know. And I, I and because knowledge is illusion. Well, we have egalitarian understanding, and so we have qualitative well, distinct, I, you know, distinctions. But yeah, you're a, you're a major bodhisattva, I guess. You're a bodhisattva. How's that? In some uh, in the. Well, John Curtis Gowan, John Curtis Gowan at Northridge um, developed an ontology of mystical states. And that's in my my second book, Power Tools for the 21st Century. These were the eight protocols I developed for Navy SEAL to make them essentially uh, beyond human. I mean, you're moving them to the next level. Like, for example, I taught... The one chapter is on breath control. Now, you can control your perception of time using breath control. What that right, does I've is done make that your martial arts mm-hmm. What that does sorry, you is make it. your martial arts become paranormal because you have the precision of Tai Chi. And I, well, that's I, based I, uh, on Bhakti, right? I've done that's the work. If I can do it, you can do it. Anybody can do it, you know. That's devotion, bhakti, right? Well, in the Bhagavad Gita. And you're, you call it tomato. I'll call it tomato. So that's Gnostics, too. We can say similar movements were Gnostics. Because you do all of them, don't you? You've studied all the various paths to I the top of the mountain. I have been a seeker <laughs> since I came out of the crib. And one of the blessings okay. I was given was that I was having dialogue with my inner self when I was a kid in the crib. Oh, my gosh. I had a playmate on the outside. I think it was an extraterrestrial child of mine from somewhere else, but I don't know. But we're going to write that E.T. book. I wish you would help us, but you don't. How do you explain E.T.? Would you like to meet one? (laughs) Always. How could aliens not be real? That's a good way to do it. If imagination is real, how could aliens not be real? Well, we see physical reality as well, but I say that we've always been, we always will be. And when I ask about God, they said God has always been. So that's the deepest philosophy I got off planet when I was physically working in and out of government, in and out of uniform, those that we're not allowed to talk about, but I did. So I so, have been to Boomlake, and I have met Krill. I did that. I know. I no idea Let's what talk about that. You, well, no, wait okay, a minute. Wait, Janet wait, and Tommy are like this. I mean, I can't. I'm sorry. Who's right. Krill? Who's Krill? Yeah, there you go. Tell our listeners who's who, K R I L. Okay. When, the, and I'm not going to say it was Roswell, just for a moment. When that alien craft crashed, they found two dead aliens, 
and one dying alien. There were three of them. And when the dying alien died, they did not touch it. And what happened was a fourth alien appeared to Harry Truman and said, you know, we want the body back piece. We're going to reanimate And so we took Krill and studied him at Broomlight Level 8. I was down, 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 level 8. And, and, and I don't know what happened because I have no memory of the event after it occurred. I remember I was down there, and my briefing was speaking on the table with a bunch of top-secret documents. Okay, top-secret documents, and I had one hour. And I started sifting through them, reading what I can, when the door opened. When the door opened, what happened next? What happened (laughs) next? Sorry, that was Tommy. I muted him. Please mute. I I can't understand what you're saying. I'm sorry. Sorry, we okay, had interrupted. I was asking to please mute. Yeah. So I'm going to mute myself while you're talking. Go ahead. We're, we're yeah, not yeah Tommy, to mute. Krill. Yeah, Krill. I was trying to I, I didn't know what happened. What are, you, are you asking questions or what? What's going on? All right, go back to 51 and Krill. Right, yeah, okay. Tommy just when had to get door... off and come back on, but he's back on. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Krill. When the 51. door. Would you like me to. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to do it again. When the door opened, I saw. This entity, very thin, that was about seven and a half feet tall, long neck, um, didn't have any apparent clothing or anything, but I couldn't see any markings on the body, so it might have been a, a thin suit. I don't, I don't know. But, but, but what happened was that's when she, it was a fem, feminine, talked in my head, and I didn't understand that until later when I did my studies with with Alan Frey on synthetic telepathy. That's in the 0.3 to 3 gigahertz microwave band. And this entity started talking to me. I felt peace. And then, no more memory. And that's it. And I was there motionless for, I think they said, uh, 40, 42 minutes or something like that. And then I spent the next half a year in various forms of debriefing, trying to figure out what happened to the the entity looked at me. I don't know what, it's like, it's like you're you're trying to remember an actor's name in a movie and you you know it, but you can't get there from here. And, you know, you just struggle and struggle and struggle and you try to fake it on the internet by coming up with keywords to see if it'll pop out and I can't get there yet. I don't know. Were you in slow motion? Did he slow you down to three hertz? Because you, Oh, she. Oh, it's a female. It was a she. That's, it felt feminine. Oh, okay. Like you were going by your voice. emotions. I, emotions. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me try to do it best I can. I, I, okay. It, it, felt, it felt feminine. It was um, peaceful. And uh, I had no fear. I didn't feel threatened in any way. And then... I have no more memory. It's like it's just chopped, like a dream you can't remember anymore. You know what happened? You kind of, kind of think they can't really even sit about a tent or da da da. You know, I just, and I don't know what happened after that. What did happen is that I'm now doing what I'm doing for men, and I consider my path extremely important. I'm going. To, I'm not any more important than anyone else because none of us. Get out of here until you get off the couch and do your part. And that's the way it works because we're all part of something. 
And each one of us has a role to play. And it isn't that someone's more important than another. Each of us are necessary for the whole thing to happen. And time has nothing to do with it. And I'm antsy and want to get off this creepy place. <laughs> I'm going to speed up the process. I guess, are we there yet? I'm like a little brat kid. I want out of here. I don't want to be here. Well, and, I did work with some of those people, too. And well, I call them beings because they're now, beings. What some may be a little different. Yeah. What I did for the military was mostly all the weird paranormal stuff. And I, I've seen I have no idea what they mean. I did the Orion Vortex. I had an interferometer at 20,000 feet. And there it is, bending light. Now, what bends light at 20,000 feet? Well, black hole, mini black hole. So maybe that's what the Scott, that's Captain Cathay and the Australian uh, Air Force and his Harmonic 33. I have no idea. I caught a lot of flies from the military. My mouth opened in disbelief. I had no idea what I was looking at. And yet, here we are. I, I've, I've seen shapeshifters. There are other life forms on this earth, just like in the movie Bright. You know, little, little uh, tick like fairies and, and orgs. And, you know, like, but they're Middle Earth. And I remember it was, uh, uh, what was his name? Um, R. D. L. Lang in 1896 when he wrote The Secret Commonwealth of Elf, Fawn, and Fairy. And that was a scientific treatise that is possibly the first scientific attempt to understand alternate universes that, that are cohabitating with us. Stephen uh, Barbaskin, Bar- Bar- uh, what is that? What's, what's his name? Um, he played uh, James Bond. Um, uh, your brain's going uh, faster than your tongue <laughs> well this guy uh, did a movie called Nomads and there's life forms that cohabitate with us like a bigfoot or a chupacabra or something of that nature like Skinwalker Ranch that's what they would do they would send me in to a place like that to try to figure out what's happening. We never figured it out, but we got more data and moved the thing forward. I have seen material that came from a UFO crash. It was electrophoretic. What I did, it was the University of Chicago, I fired a 50 caliber cannon at it, and it watched it fold around the bowl and then flow back out into basic form. And I went down with an electron microscope to look for lattice damage. And it was more than 100 times stronger than diamond. There was no damage. Now, today, we didn't have anything like that back then. Today, we talk about carbon being in fullerene form, you know, what we call C60 molecules that will, in fact, uh, be that strong. But back then, and here's an object now, did that come from an alien or a previous epoch? And the Nazis used to think of Hellboy going into previous technologies. It's like the Buddhist horn, just using sound. They could lift large objects. Oh, yeah, yeah, the sound. Now, let's, you brought up the word krill. Now, there's, a, krill. there's some uh, people, K-R-I-L-L or K-R-L-L? No, K-R-I-L, yeah. K-R-I-L. Because it's an abbreviation or 
uh, anagram or something. I don't know what the name means. I wasn't. Okay. I, see, well, I, didn't said, do, I didn't do alien studies. I basically um, did paranormal studies. Paranormal. Right. We've got people doing alien studies now. We call it alienology, and we're going to try to set that up with your help if you'll be the lead investigator. Because oh, no, you no, no, no. speak Creole. I, I will be a consultant. I'll be honored. I'm 75 years old. i got other things to fish to fry. <laughs> you but don't I'm want to do alienology. All right, I get it. That's okay. But you do. You are uh, fitting as a lead investigator with Krill because that's the most popular underground. Now, the second is the gray, and I have a story for that. But Tommy, well, this is the guy on here. that I saw. This is what they call seven a tall feet. gray. She's seven, seven and a half feet tall. She had this long neck. And the <laughs> alien that they did uh, autopsy was a short, <laughs> stubby, fat. Wasn't did you like see in Jacqueline's... Wasn't a small gray. I understand the small grays are clones. And, you know, I don't know. Well, my husband said they were both because their planet got blown up. But for some reason, with all the people that we worked with uh, that were human, that worked with the grays, okay, there were, of course, tall and and there's all kind of grays, like there's all kind of humans. So, but the ones that I have knowledge of or firsthand account with my husband working with, you know, they were, yes, they could travel. And the way he said it, Dr. Rick or Dr. Miller, was that they were expendable because they were light, but they, knew it. So I don't know if it's an agreement we made with the Grays, because I have a past life as a Gray, and that I don't know. Either know what wonder. I do know, what I do know is... Can we put ourselves in, in the containers? statement was they can reanimate it. Reanimate, contain, yes. Now, the ones that I... That, that's why I wanted to get to you to the soul level, because on the XET level, we were getting to... My husband wouldn't talk about God, and he wouldn't talk about anything to do with Christ or the stories that were on the planet, okay? Now, this is with people that, you know, come and go. They're three DETs. They're in flesh and bone, but they can use also why, why I guess you could say, why TJ, how do you, or Teresa, how do you know it was an ET? Well, they could get in my head, and uh, they were assigned to me because of the government, okay? I'd asked for somebody I could keep up with, and they sent me after my husband. Well, my husband had uh, the uh, DNA registry to go on board a ship, and he didn't know why, but Reagan thought he picked him. So these are the things I want to ask you to help me with, is when we think we're working with extraterrestrials with the CIA or the ETs or the naval intelligence, we think that the government and the computer is picking us, but yet when you go on board a ship, the ship automatically recognizes your DNA. What is that about? Did the ETs pick us? My husband's dead, by the way, Rick, so he he can't can't talk about it. What, how, how does it work? Technology has many faces. And really, in the 1800s, aliens versus uh, cowboys. <laughs> you know, breaker, breaker, one, yeah. seven, come on. That okay. would have looked like witchcraft back then. I understand that. So you're going back to consciousness, and it all boils down to all. it's all information. Are you going back to the big toe with Tom Campbell that it's all information? Oh, no, man. I, listen, we, I, we're not – we didn't originate here on Earth. I can prove that. If Mars, uh, when, when, you know, we – there's Why a, do we always say Mars? Say That's right there. Everything Why do we binary. do that? We well, always say the same words. It's all in everybody's consciousness. You know, and, and is that because we don't know any better? Is it because we don't know any better? That's our model, our prototypes. Okay. The correct answer Why? is 
Yeah, the correct answer is yes, all of the above. Okay, so it is just because we're all dumbed it's down all and we don't true. know how to talk. Anything <laughs> you could imagine. How did Merlin put it? Oh, yeah, I love T.H. White. When she and Merlin said to Arthur, anything not specifically forbidden is mandatory. That means if it's possible, you can count on it. All right, so that's the simplest way to know what consciousness relies on. Information. It's, uh, um, say it this way. Imagination is reality. And that was and a Laszlo's greatest addition. God has given us, actually, blessings or tools in a toolbox. And we have purposefully avoided them, you know, with laws, drugs, because drugs are like basically simulating neurotransmitter invasion. And your body freaks out. When you take LSD, that LSD, like surge acid diethylamine, that's broken down in a salt in your urine within 20 minutes of ingestion. And the 20 hours of hallucinations is all from your own brain chemistry of lysergic acid amide. And it's How does that affect the DMT, dimethyl, what is that, DMT, dimethyl? Dimethyltryptamine. Now, there are many forms oh, of dimethyltryptamine. Yeah, okay. okay, this is where I'm hanging out now with my magic. I am learning how, with my mind's eye, to release these drugs in my mind purposefully and with intent. And the dimethyltryptamine, you've got 5-alpha dimethyltryptamine, you've got N, comma, and hyphen dimethyltryptamine. That one is the chill blah, 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 that runs up and down your spine. And Sri Aurobindo and Gopai mm. Krishna talk about that. It's a light beam. It actually is in the visible light region. And if you align your bike just right, you can stimulate the pineal gland. And that will set up a resonant cavity oscillation in the neural cavity. And now... An adult like me can regenerate nerve tissue rather than just glial cell. And with that said, I don't have any nerve damage anymore. I can regenerate oh, good. Nerve. I need to know how to do that because you told me last <laughs> time I could Robert feel Robert O'Becker and I wrote a technical paper on how to do that in Clinic 7 okay. at the University of Washington. I need that. Yeah, well, I need to read Yeah, yeah. Dr. Miller. You're actually, you're actually, Dr. Miller, can you uh, don't need anything. You want things and need things. Like when you're out of toilet paper, that's a need, man. <laughs> Just kidding. Dr. Miller. I can hear you, Janet. Dr. Miller. Yeah. Okay. Can I interject? <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to you about the LSD psychotherapy. Uh, my husband studied extensively with Dr. Uh, John Mack and uh, Stan Groff, and um, they did uh, holotropic breathwork training for years. And as you're aware of, um, back earlier in time, um, things like um, ecstasy, they were legal, and they were used in therapy. And uh, LSD was, uh, of course, given to Stan Groff over in Czechoslovakia in the 50s by the government to test on his psychiatric patients in um the mental institutions, he was the the head of their whole facility over there, and then he came to the United States somewhere in the 50s or 60s and asked for asylum, granted asylum, and then they did the Spring Grove experiments, and, you know, this back with Timothy Leary and Terrence McKenna and 
all those things. And so actually what they found is that LSD was um, very effective and if it's facilitated, not just for recreation. What, uh, what LSD considered... does, lysergic acid amide does, it is the mm-hmm. neurotransmitter that connects one dot with another, the aha drug. And connecting dots is arbitrary. And so it's a critical tool in use and changing the movie. Right. So they just changed the movie. I took my first bit of LSD in 1964 when it was still legal at Harvard. Timothy Larry came all the way out, talked to my mother. What they did is they did uh, a study of the brightest children in America. They wanted to know what would happen if they gave LSD to a genius. And uh, Jack Sarfati was chosen up in New York. He was in New York then. Jack Sarfati was there? Yeah. Jack yeah. Sarfati was there with you when it was legal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yes, legal yes, 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 right. and yes. Now, moving forward, what happened was uh, I was up we were here in 1964. I was straight. I was 20 years old, physicist, nerd, you know, at Washington State University. And we were up at Deception Pass, Hurricane Ridge. I'm blown out of my mind. Looking straight down into Puget Town, about 2,000 feet down. Colors boiling back. And Larry leaned over and he said, Wouldn't it be neat to jump? <laughs> That's when I discovered all the sexually. And his doors of perception. And I discovered how vast inner space was inside, way more than the universe. And with that said, that's why all, from that moment on, why all of my work has dealt with the mind as a physicist. I wanted to know how it works. So you were saying that the LSD helps you, the LSD helps, see, so they knew it was very effective in therapy. Especially when you track people, um, it works yeah, on it, just like psychedelics are everybody. Now. But how, you said it, it helps you change the program, so people get yeah, stuck in their change, room. Yeah, it connects dots. In other words, you make one mm-hmm. dot to another dot. You understand why surgery has an amide, and connecting those dots, the aha, seeing how one thing works to the next, is arbitrary. And that's why I say imagination. Is a reality, right? And so now they're they're opening up uh, trials again, and and they're starting to bring it back as a yeah. Let's see what happens. As man's going to go uh, have another day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? It's the integration of it. This was a very important role in his varieties of psychedelic expression. Larry always said, "Set and setting." Why? Because you now going at the Buddhists have four reasons for getting high, and only one of them is for recreation and escape. Mm-hmm. The other three are for going somewhere what else. Are they, yes. Well, you'll have to read Oh, the book for here. traveling. <laughs> I'm just three or what time is it, by the way? Have we gone over? No, so we're almost done. Three forty-eight. Uh, me, I'm in Maui. So, um, twelve more minutes. Good. Well, um, it's been a pleasure, by the way. I, I just to give you a sense of it. Imagine eight hours of with me teaching you hypnosis. What I do is I, the first thing I do in the class, the first thing in the morning, I measure the reality. I just run a standard 
Yes, we touched on you. Then I go to discuss what I discovered at Mission Control and how I integrated it with Dr. Milan Riesel's work at Czechoslovakia and give a series of protocols. Then I take you through guided images and hypnosis. And at the end of the day, I measure your ESP again. You tell me how that works. Well, I'd like to have it. It works. And I had had one friend win a lottery. (laughs) Now, here's the bad news. If you use it, (laughs) I once did change the movie for $50,000. And guess what? I got the $50,000, but I didn't get it the way I wanted. I had a truck run over me, and I got it for medical expenses. (laughs) In other words, you should always use this advancement for spiritual development because anything else is going to be coming from a place of wounding. Mm, Money is, (laughs) you know, get a grip. You know, that's not important. Yeah, it's personal. It game. doesn't matter what it costs. You know, then the penalty for you know exchange, whatever, uh, is worth it. And that's the correct well, way to help approach. others. But I've never made a penny at anything I've done in a long, long time. Like thirty years ago, I was in Hawaii when I was doing readings, getting paid for it. The government snapped me up though, meaning by it. So, one thing we have in common is we both lost a daughter to leukemia. We both talked to aliens. We've both been to Area 51. What else do we have in common? We have a lot in common. I want to see the synchronicity. I'm not a female, but, but I have a very strong feminine inner circle. So that's what, when you find attraction in someone else, it's usually because that person is reflecting the inner part of you. That's yeah, what it's a part the of lovers of. over the hermit mean in the tree of life. And that's what you do. And that way, so love comes and goes. Friendships are the highest form of love I've, I've ever experienced. Well, that's why I, I love Tommy. Doctor. Uh, oh, please, Tommy. Uh, I've never met uh, him. Well, yeah, Eros, Philo, and Agatha. Yeah, there you are. They're good. They're good. I, love, I love Tommy, but he was a, a person in my archetype, in my Trodic. He was one of the little ETs that came with me from at one time another universe to this one, and we knew about this one, and we stopped it. Well, we sort of crashed in Tibet at the top of the mountain where they fly the flags, and a little, uh, I left a Yeti there. You know, and that ET may not be real. That yeah, that ET may be your inner masculine projection. And so you're telling you me I'm an ET with a masculine projection? Mm-hmm. That's how, how can often, I be an ET? Close encounters, that's what it's about. What? All right, John Mack was one of my students at Harvard, teaching, I taught metaphysics at a graduate level for 11 years. I have 15 audiobooks, 15 different courses I taught on metaphysics at Harvard. John Mack took my third course, I think it was in 1992, when he started his alien abduction studies. And the very important news I gave him was, you know, you're not going to prove the existence of God. What you can do is treat the group trauma. And that's what I'm seeing now is an archetypal trauma in targeted individuals, uh, alien abductions, da 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 da, da. Okay. Man, oh, we got so trauma. 
Well, well, the thing is, what good is it? I know this is in my one of my past lives, but what good is it now? I, I, mean, I don't even know Tommy. I mean, I've been well, here seven years. Yeah, the, the one thing but you can I, do I is integrate it. You don't make the same mistake again. How's that one for well, us? Well, that's the difference die. between learning something and studying it. Where you integrate yeah. it, make it yours. Well, my husband's dead. I can't. He was one of the other guy. It was Tommy and Tommy. They both. He's still Tommy. there with you. Yes. You feel him all the time. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, so yeah, you can you have so right. the soul memories. <laughs> the soul memories, but okay. So this needs to be all this metaphysical woo-woo stuff that nobody believes in. Now I'm telling you, Tommy. What do you believe? Belief is arbitrary. It belief is a it, arbitrary. Beliefs are arbitrary. If you'd been born in Iraq, you would not be a Christian. So there it is. I'm a Christian. And that with that said, that means a belief can be used as a tool. I'm the strangest believer in reincarnation and Christian and I don't know everything else. I seem to be everything. (laughs) I may live all the past lives. So we're yeah. going to write that book. And future life, you still got some probably ahead. Me, I probably am not going to get out of here either, but I'm in jail. I'm a bad boy. But I really... Honestly, I know you from somewhere. Because no, I fell in yeah. love with you when I first met you. So I don't know what... I, what is it? I don't well, have no to have time. sex with yeah, people. Yeah, you can love platonically no time. Uh, but uh, I'm kidding. No touching. <laughs> nah, listen. No touching. Tina Turner said it got the best. Well, let's, let's love got to do with it. You know, I, I got to tell you, man, um, we all should love each other deeply unless it deters you from your true path. And if that's so, that's precedence over everything. And well, it's very clear for me what I'm to do. That's, maybe that's what the encounter had to do. I don't know. What I do know is why I'm here and what I have to do before I exit. And I've well, got miles to go before I sleep. All right. Well, let me ask you this because this is going to be a great show. I'm so happy because we shared a lot of information. Although you're, you're on everybody's show out there, I don't know how you book one a night or ten, ten a day or something, but you're on all these radio shows, folks. Find Dr. Rick Allen Miller back here, please. Rick Allen Miller. We need some help getting the rest of his manuscripts done, and he's got a couple of uh, things out there for making money and giving him money. And I'm a nine-volume encyclopedia on alternative agriculture. I'm a farmer. <laughs> I'm your MacGyver for the military. I was a pioneer. Well, I, I do. I want to ask you. Go ahead. You're, you do, and then I'm going to ask you a question. Go ahead. Finish that thought. Well, no, I, I, I'm a pioneer. I, I have a number of doctors. I do a number of things. Unrelated, but they all actually are. Basically, I'm because doing urban survival skill workshops and sustainable lifeboats for congressmen. Bunkers. That's uh, what I do. Polly Ness, say that word and tell everybody what it means real quick. I want to ask you about the men in black that came to visit you. <laughs> you need to have a little flash here <laughs> that's going to make you forget everything. <laughs> uh-huh. Are you going to tell me what's a Polly Ness? And then we'll talk about him. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I, I did coach. When, when those NASA women were doing Fortran, I was still in high school. My science fair projects 
Well, you're three years later on the Mariner Fort, which is the measure of the water on Mars. That's why old man DuPont was at my high school graduation and then picked oh, me shit. up. I graduated from college. I was talking about Mars, too, and I got inducted when I was 15 years old into the government. <laughs> so, Mars, for the smaller planet, literally has more water on it than Earth does. Yeah. How's that one feel? Well, also the gravity is different, 60-40, right? So, well, let me ask you this. Why did the guys come and re- tell you, you that you can't be working on the uh, couple of things your wife wrote about in your wizard just so you can put that to – because the men in black came oh, and found me when I, I was doing what other I meetings. Did, I, I, I'm an armchair physicist now, and what I did was I explained what happened in 9-11 in physics. And when you have a – 1,017-foot steel beam fall, building seven, fall in free fall, uh, dissolve, you get turned into it. Uh, there's only one thing in the world universe that is not spent, you know, airline fuel. It's a, it's a soaring neutron fusion bomb. And here's how it works. And I wrote the physics of it, and there were some people that tried to stop me. And once I wrote it, then it was out. They left me on, and next, and that's what I do. I I figure things out. And seven nine eleven was a inside job. It absolutely was. It was a Mossad weapon that was given to the U.S. The Mossad knew about it. I don't think they did it. And what they had was they needed a body count to get a terrorism bill through Congress. Oh. Oh <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Baracha, honey. Now we've got a change. Yeah, they had it already. They had it already designed. It was already developed. They had it already designed. Yeah, we we had you know the post post office in Oklahoma. We had the, uh, the, the USS Cole, etc. But it wasn't enough, and they had to have a body count, and so they killed a bunch of people to get a terrorism bill through. And I am outraged. And our government is uh, the only thing our government has ever done right is the U.S. Postal Service, and they're trying to mess that up now. I'll tell you. Yeah, they better. I, not I mean, I'm opinionated, and I, I, you know, I know I don't know what really happened. And here's the bad news: we probably will never really know. Was uh, Las Vegas? Uh, you know, what 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 would happen in Las Vegas? Well, yes. There's agendas where there all kinds of confabulations and agendas where everybody jumped on the bandwagon. Helicopter shooting kids and over here, they're blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, it's a sense green or blue, yes. That was our summer experiment to let all the military show up. I don't know. What do you think it was? So, you never know. I've been to Antarctica. I saw the Nazi base there. I saw a Viking base from 14th century. Of course, that in our history books. Did you remote viewing? I'm sorry? Did you physically? Remote viewing, or did you physically go there? I physically was there. I was working under an anthropologist uh, doing some other studies, and I was the physicist that did the light. How does the light work? It's bioluminescence. That will be in a book I have ready to go called Sleep Central on the work I did with MRU. And basically, it's an algae that grows on the wall and uh, is bioluminescent. Uh, go figure. 
Oh, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. They had that. Didn't they have that in the pyramids? Listen, I'm not sure what the pyramids are or who built them. I've got theories, but I don't know. And that's the one I said about the bad news. We probably will never really know. You don't think some of us already know? We just don't talk about it? Well, the truth <laughs> is different for each of us. And it's internal. It's, it's, that's where the real truth is. It's not out there. You think that your, your New York Times is going to give you the truth, man? <laughs> oh man, they're on. It's all um, uh, it's plausible deniability. Let's do it that way. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> no more Watergate and the boys from Brazil. It's unfortunate. Well, can we can we have you back next month, Doctor Doctor uh, Richard Allen Miller, with all your books? And I want to get your other books printed. Tell me how. Send everybody to Patreon. Is it Richard well, Allen? Oh, RichardAllenMiller.com. What about Richard Allen Miller on Patreon to be patrons? Uh, I'm not on Patreon. I am RichardAllenMiller.com. I've got my own secure server. I've been hacked. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. I, I use GoFundMe. I use Patreon. But, but, but I'm RichardAllenMiller.com. And that's where you'll find my books. And if you buy my books from me, Everything is autographed. Every book. All right. Well, I'm going to want some. I have to wait till I get paid on the third. But how much will 50 bucks get me? Very many? Yes. Wait, wait. Maybe one or two? What? All right. so, $50? I, had, I have, uh, 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 <laughs> you get four or five books. I That's special for I group books in series. I have a lot of books. I've been writing a long time and lots more where that came from. All right, well, I want to set up a group of people that support what we do, and I want you to get that new tarot so I can sell it, use it first. It's, uh, yeah, you'll enjoy that. I've got a draft I can send you. It's called The Magical and Ritual Use of Metaphor. That's right, your already? In daily living. Who's doing I the artwork? I work in the great yeah. uh, Have you got Say a graphic what? artist? Have you got a graphic uh, yes, artist? Yes, I have all. Yeah, I have. I try to use local artwork on all my books. Power Tools has got some really good tarot cards for openings in each chapter. I have eight chapters, each one dealing with a neurologic circuit, including your dimethyltryptamine. Well, you know Ayahuasca, I'm going to have to hold them. I, I just want to say one final thing on it. Ayahuasca is not dimethyltryptamine. Ayahuasca is Diamond Church and some of the others that have, and some have dimethyltryptamine in it, some do not. And so I'm going to tell you what can come of it, a war of who's got the right formula, how spiritual can that be? Now, dimethyltryptamine and Rick Strassman's work is quite different than the dimey churches and all this crap that's going on today. Yeah, but Ayahuasca originally, now you know this, Doctor, and I, I haven't been down there. I don't know if you've been down there, but let's well, say in I, South I don't America. do that anymore. The, I don't need psycho, psycho, uh, psychological. Do we do two leaves? Do we do two leaves plus the meta, the metaphysical part is the part you're, you're, you're saying is missing? Yes, uh, you have to prep so that you can assimilate it. You can, if you don't Integrate that lesson or the experience. What good is it? 
All right. So That's the ladies the that mix the two leaves plus the spit plus the special shaman. So they're just falling they spirit again. You have a relationship. That's right. A spirit. And that's why Larry called it, you know, set and setting. But are you uh, putting that in your book? Are you pro or con ayahuasca? You believe doing it naturally or you don't care? However you got to go. Whatever you're called. Correct answer is yes. (laughs) Crabgrass. Yeah, Yeah, I just got some crabgrass out here. I'll make my own dimethyl (laughs) there. However, you got to get, you know, get DJ, there. We're out of time. I have that written down as a how to make your own drugs. I did those just like I wrote a magical and ritual use of herbs and the magical and ritual use of aphrodisiacs. Oh yeah, oh, I wow. did those books forty-five years ago. Hoorah. I wonder why they didn't pick those up. <laughs> well, I heard you didn't get the. My my wow. aphrodisiac book has sold two hundred and ninety-seven thousand copies to date. Good. Simon and Schuster are now bootlegging it on Amazon. I'm not getting my royalties anymore. They figured I must be dead and they can get away with it. I don't know. Uh, well, let's do something about that. Let's get some people. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Let's go to war. Let's Rich take them down. Yeah. Call Newton Schwartz in Houston, Texas. He's good. If there's got to be money in it, though. <laughs> well, gotta, yeah, yeah that's Cindy Lauper. So. Yeah, money changes everything. <laughs> that's a bunch of bullshit. Boy, that's false crap. What is important is your purpose. That's where. Well, you got a good purpose, no. and you put you've made a lot of stuff for us to get, and that's exciting. So I want to get your yeah. new tarot deck. I want to market it in our group, or at least I do personally. I think it would be a lot better than mine because you have so much more study of anthology, theology, psychology, well, and, music, so it, and it, how nothing, you lived it in the it's not, Yeah, I, I, you embarrass yeah, me. I, I, it, it isn't, that isn't what I'm trying to do. I, I, I'm not trying to I, – I, I want to leave a footprint so you write a better book than me. I don't know that I could do that, Dr. Miller, to be honest with you, but I will do an ET book with Janet. Well, you can't do it if you say it because you're programming yourself not to. You know, when you say something like that, I can't do that. You think that's point to your – you're justifying your move, and you can do anything you want to. And how did John Lennon put it? Everything works out in the end. If things aren't working out, (laughs) not yet the end. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm so glad you're in my life. I love you uh, like uh, Gopi love. I know not touching. Oh, thank touching. you, by the way. Yeah, you, yeah. you tell Julie I said hi. She is a beautiful. I will. Yeah. Isn't she? A, she's a. I'm very. I'm very blessed. You know, she was my handler, and we fell in love. No, I had had a. Yeah, yeah they sent me a, 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 a first grade school teacher for a handler. That's about right. Janet. <laughs> yeah, Janet. Julie's his handler. Well, yeah, Julie's his handler. But now, Iona, was Iona your handler with the CIA? No, no Iona and I, I were only, we were married 18 years. Julie and I are best friends right now. We've been, we're just getting to know each other. We've been, what, five years, six years, five and a half years. Right now. Iona and I, she, love comes and goes. It's the friendships that, Last forever. That's why you marry him. Because they're your I love friends. that. Uh, yeah. Well, Tommy, come on over here and I'll marry you, honey. <laughs> 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 he 
Yeah, well, no I, uh, what I do is I take that love and I try to redirect it so you'll be a better student. Because yeah, he's been with a girl forever. Yeah. Are you going to make me a better student? Would you? That'd be great. Would you really? I'm sorry? Will you make me a better student? That would be great. I need to I need to study. I want to get higher up again with my ET stuff. We got to do another show because we're out of time. But well, David Joe isn't around people. anymore, but he would make a good alien. I'll tell you that. With one eye different than the other, get a grip. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, well, the man who fell to Earth. That is a classic movie worthy. And right we're after gonna that, we're going to come back and talk about movies, aren't we? Because we need you to talk about all that stuff you never did get around to. Remember the last time you were going to tell us about the new movies and where we were going in movie land? Because you write scripts and TV and X-Files well, that's, and all that. You say once you see that the movie—that's why they call it Hollywood. That's a wand made with made with Hollywood. And I, listen, uh, that Hollywood, and if she could, I'll tell you. Once it's the public can see it in their mind's eye. That's what makes it then happen. Replicators couldn't happen until Star Trek. Now we have a 3D printer. You start, this is true. So can we have you, you back? Start with imagination. Yes. You're going to come back. I know you are. We love you, and we need you in our club as a consultant, I guess. But I want you to <laughs> be at least yeah, 60 yeah. people. Okay. But you're going to be teaching in Oregon your own people and then go down the rafter. The, no, I want you to be down the free state of Jefferson. Actually, <laughs> yeah, uh, but you're you're going to have that. But we're going to try to do workshops. Janet and I are working on trying to get uh, where we can afford you to come over and teach everybody. I'd be inexpensive, and, and actually, at the end of the day, I will prove everybody's ability in extrasensory perception, and then it's a practice, 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 and you just keep getting finer tuning, getting closer to the door. Simon says you can only go halfway. Well, that's why the ETs are training us, for God's sake. Everybody's trying to see them, but they don't get, you know, they want to know the mechanics. The government wants to know if they've got I am probably going to make, yeah, I'm probably going to make some videos like I did on survival and basic training for the living off ESP. the grid. Yeah. No, I want to I'm a survivalist, so that's... Oh, oh, yeah. Well, those are the ones that want to stay on the stay on the planet. But you know, what about the ones going out in space? Can you make some of those too with your ET friends? Uh, I've got ET friends. I will call that one into the out of entropy. Is that it? Entropy. <laughs> Is that in your vocabulary? Is it entropy? Well, uh, it's all about communication. You're you're already out in space. You just don't know it yet. Well, I know that because I usually live out there. It's very hard for me to come down here. So How did they put it in Egypt? She had it because she knew it. <laughs> nice to you. With too you. Much. I love you. I love you. I can't wait to meet you. But, you know, I'm going to be the student having to sit there and pay you to teach me. So we're just going to have to figure out what kind of setting you well, prefer. I, do that. I take lap dances. They, I, you know, I'm good. <laughs> well, kidding. maybe Julia helps set up a classroom environment for us online. No, yeah, she has she, a bunch uh, of dogs. She's sick on you. You better be careful. Oh, I love dogs. <laughs> I love dogs. She carries a concealed weapon. I always like women that are armed. I love it. That's <laughs> the only kind of women you'll have. <laughs> you and your survival techniques. Well, I know My you teach those classes up there. 
I want to get you online, but Janet's going to work on that, okay? Getting us where we're yes, all teaching. Yeah, you can call me in a couple of days. I'm, I'm behind right now. The weekend's coming on. I needed a break. That's when you called earlier and I was out in the woods. That's what I do. I walk in the woods. So. I, I wish you'd get a class, so get some stumps, and we'll go do like we did people synergistically involved. I had to go to his ranch. I paid $5,000, Rick, seriously, to go to I'm not guy's cheap. ranch I'm, yeah, I'm not and cheap. walk with I'm the cows. To walk with the cows. It was the head people synergistically involved, size seminars at Hawaii. Janet and I can tell you all about it in our book. All right. Well, I love you, and I can't wait to learn from you, and I really just want to be in your presence. So tell Julie if she only knew what she had, in essence, if she only knew. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very blessed in many ways. I'm very we love lucky. You. Yeah. Janet, any Thank last you. words? Janet's the one that's no, I'm good. Oh, okay, can you hear me? I think we're complete, but yeah, welcome, and we'll have you back another time. Can't wait. Cool. You promise? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy stayed okay. the whole time, bless his heart. This will well, be our wrap-up. Tommy, you want to say bye? hope we can talk again. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you Tommy. very much. Yeah. Tommy's doing YouTubes, too, so we'll try to all get you back on. Thank you, Doctor. I am I can't not wait an old man, and I'm going to make it straight to the bathroom, so i got to go. I'll Thank see you, you guys later. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.